Father. Oh, hallelujah. Well, you may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. We could worship all night, you know. I thought that's what we were going to do, but, you know, I guess we need to hear the Word of God, you know. Uh, earlier today, I made a very important decision uh, for tonight, you know. So I hope everyone got your Bible. If you have your Bible, raise it up. No one should ever come without a Bible, okay? And tonight is going to be special. Uh, it's going to be really important you have your Bible because tonight I'm, going to, I'm just going to teach the Word of God. And I'm not going to, it's, it's going to be, uh, I was thinking when I was at home, it's, it's none of me, it's all of the Word of God. You know, I, I work in hospitals, you know, I, I see a lot of stuff, you know, I've Walked in, a, in Kingwood Hospital yesterday, and it was packed with patients, you know. And so that did kind of tell me, you know, we, what we need, you know, is we need to teach people how to stay healthy. And, and, and the only way that you're going to stay healthy is by the Word of God. Because the Word of God is medicine to our flesh. So I said, you know, I'm just going to teach the Word. And you just, uh, you know, we're going to put the scriptures up on the board, and you just, uh, I hope you have a Bible, because it's all going to be Word, 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 Word. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, everybody say the word of God is medicine to our flesh. Hallelujah. Thank you, my father. The, the word of God brings health and wealth. What else we want, right? We want to be healthy and wealthy, you know. And, you know, I'm going to and I'm, I'm going to start. Uh, let's start with, uh, you know, Proverbs 420. Remember, just have your Bible because it's going to be a, a Proverbs 4:20 uh, to 22 in the King James. I'll put them behind so you can so we can uh, write them down and study them at home. You know, and 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 it starts like this. You know, Hallelujah, my son, attend to my words, incline your ear into my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life. Everybody say they are life. Unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. Right now, what's going on and what you hear in the news and all that is this is an important message, you know, that because the Word of God is the only thing that's going to keep you healthy. Then, then in Proverbs 4:20 20 to 22 again, but this time in the NLT, it says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. But it says, let them, so it says, you let them penetrate. It's not going to be someone else, the pastor can't do it for you, your friends can't do it for you. You have to have a Bible all the time in your hand and let the Word of God penetrate into your heart. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Matthew 6, 9 and 10 in the Living Bible. And the reason I asked Jared to put it up here because I know everybody has either King James or Amplified, but I, I want to see that in different, uh, different ways here. The, the Living Bible, Matthew 6, 9 to 10. Pray along these lines. And you can take notes, you know, like we don't pray along these lines. Our Father in heaven, 
You, our Father in heaven, we honor your holy name. We ask that your kingdom will come now. May, may your will be done here on earth just as it is in heaven. You know, I mean, I, 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 I just had to meditate on the word today all day long. I've been meditating on the word. This is not, I'm not even going to finish this teaching because I have so many that it might be a, a two-part, you know. <laughs> but, but the word is what's going to change us. The word is what's going to heal us. The word is what's going to bring blessings in. The Holy Spirit, you know, put in my heart to study God's word and let his word direct our steps and heal all the viruses that are in the world and all infections. The word is our medicine. See, we're, we're full of the Holy Spirit. We're Christians. We don't have to, you know, start following people's advice. We follow the word and the word heals you. Thank you, my father. So there's, there's, there's four very important, I would say four very important points. So take notes. Read the, read the Bible and take notes. This is going to be special for you tonight because you can, you can study this every day. Hallelujah. You know, the, uh, you have to study in order to be uh, you know, convinced of God's will. Hallelujah. So, 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 number one, you must be you uh, you you must be convinced of God's will. It's not that somebody told you. You must be convinced of God's will. Num- number two, you must be convinced that He hears you. Number three, He will take sickness away from our bodies. And number four. He was wounded for our healing. Man, we're blessed people, you know. I, can, I, I don't understand people that don't know the word, you know, how they survive, you know. Third John, verse 2 in the King James. And I, I, I guess you're, if I give you enough time to put it up there or any more time. First John, verse 2, King James. Beloved, I wish above all things that you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So that's why I said we must, we must be convinced that God wants us to prosper, not only financially, but in health. And when we don't have health, then we're not obeying God, you know. We're not, we're not doing what he wants. He wants you healthy and wealthy. First John 5, 14 and 15 in the King James. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whosoever we, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of them. So we know that, you know, it's not like maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. You need to know that he told us that if you petition him, you'll get him. Philippians 2.13 in the Amplified, Amplified Classic. All right, uh, not in your own strength. Say, not in my own strength. For it is God who is, who is at all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire, both to do, both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. 
Once you understand all those words that God is telling us, man, we'd be successful in everything, you know. Romans 8.32 in the King James. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Not just some things, all things. James 1.17 in the, in the NIV. And it's good to write them down because he's putting them up there. So you just get your pen real fast and start taking notes. <laughs> James 1.17 in NIV. Every good and perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Romans 8.31 in the NIV. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Man, when you leave today, you go, after studying this, man, you're going to be like, wow, man, you know, I can't fail. Malachi 3.6 in the Amplified. For I am the Lord, I do not change, but remain faithful to my covenant with you. That is why you, O sons of Jacob, have not come to an end. Say hallelujah. If you're still alive, that's the reason, you know. Isaiah 41.10. Yeah, I told you, it's all word, all word. Fear you not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yeah, I will help you. I will uphold I will uphold you, uh, uphold you with the right hand of my righteousness. How can you not, when you leave, man, you're going to be very secure, you know? <laughs> Deuteronomy 7, 15 in the Amplified. The Lord will take away from you all sickness. The Lord will take away from you all sickness. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you feel, the Lord will take away all sickness. <laughs> and he will not subject you to any harmful diseases of Egypt which you have known, but he will impose them on all those who hate you. <laughs> That's the reason why things are going on, you know. There's a lot of people that hate Christians. They hate church. They hate God. Exodus 15, 26 in the Amplified. And you can just write them down and study them later. But if you have time to open your Bible, you can read it. But you can always uh, just take the scriptures down. Saying, if you will diligently listen and pay attention to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and listen to his commandments, and keep foremost in your thoughts and actively obey all his precepts and statutes. Then I will not put on any of the diseases which I have put on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord who heals you. You need to know that. You need to know that no matter what symptoms come, no matter what. You need to know the word so you can quote it back to him. Jeremiah thirty seventeen in the Living Bible. Am I going too fast? Jared, you got time to put it up? 
I'm going too fast? Okay, I'm slowed down. <laughs> Jeremiah 30, 17 in the Living Bible. I will give you back your health again and heal your wounds. Oh, hallelujah. Now you are called the outcast and Jerusalem, the place nobody wants. Jeremiah 33, 6 in the King James. Behold, I will bring, behold, I, I will bring it health and cure, and I, and I will cure them, and, and I will reveal unto them the abundance of peace and truth. This is God talking to us. That's what I said. I'm just going to start nothing, it's not, none of me and all of him. Deuteronomy 30, 19 to 20. In, in the in NLT. Today I have given you the choice between life and death, between blessings and cursings. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice you make. Oh, that you would that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him and com- and and com- and committing yourself firmly to him. This is the key to your life. And if you love and obey the Lord, you will live long in land you will live long in the land the Lord swore to give you and your ancestors. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Isaiah 58, 8. In the New King James. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily, and your righteousness shall go f- before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Man, when you learn all the scriptures and you start confessing them and you start acting on them, this, how can you e- even imagine anything going wrong with you? Second Kings 20, verse 5 in the Amplified. Go back and tell Hassan. Hezekiah, the leader of my people, thus says the Lord, the God of David, your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Behold, I am healing you. On the third day, you shall go up to the house of the Lord. Get him in your heart. Penetrate. Let it penetrate your heart. Numbers 23, 19 in Amplified. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent. Has he said, and he will not do it? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good and fulfill it? Second Chronicles 6.14, King James. And he said, O Lord God of Israel, there is no God like you in heaven nor on earth. Which keepest covenant, which keepest covenant, and showest mercy unto thy servants that walk before you with all their hearts. That's you. You got to walk before him with all your heart. Second Chronicles sixteen nine in the Living Bible. For the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect toward Him. So if he hadn't found you, you have to ask yourself, Am I, is my heart perfect towards him? 
Because there's a lot of people in this world that are not living for God. They don't even think about God. Some of them don't even go to church. And some of them never even say Jesus or never even pray. For the eyes of the Lord search back and forth across the whole earth, looking for people whose hearts are perfect towards him, so that he can show his great power in helping them. What a fool you have been. From now on, you shall have wars. Psalms 145, 8 and 9. King James. Psalms 145, 8 and 9, King James. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and great mercy. The Lord is good to all, and his tender mercies are over his works. Man, say the word, the word. Man, I I just had that decision this morning when I was studying. I said, I'm just going to do word, 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 you know. Job 37, 23, NLT. We cannot imagine the power of the Almighty, but even though He is just and righteous, He does not destroy us. So no matter what's happening in your life, don't ever blame Him. He loves you. You have made Him the Lord of your life. You are His child. He loves you, and He's not the one that's going to destroy you. But the enemy will destroy you if you don't keep your eyes on Jesus. Psalm 67.3 in the King James. That your ways may be known upon all earth, your saving health among among all nations. How do they know that you're a son of God? By the way that you're, you're always healthy. No matter what's going on around you, you stay healthy. Psalms 105.37 in the Living Bible. And brought his people safely out of Egypt. Loading, loaded with silver and gold. Loaded with silver and gold. There were no sick and feeble folk among them. All you got to do is walk in the word, understand the word, act on the word, and there will be no sick among you. Psalms 103.3 in the King James. Who forgiveth your iniquities. Who healeth all, everybody say all, All. your diseases. If there weren't going to be any diseases and there wouldn't be no inequities, he wouldn't wouldn't put this in his word. Psalms 147.3 in the Living Bible. He heals the brokenhearted, binding up their wounds. If you ever get brokenhearted, remember he is your healer. Don't tell people your problems. Tell him. Man, Psalms 22, Psalms 23, 1. King James. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I mean, yeah, the Lord is your shepherd. You shall not want. So if you live every day in a state of want, then you need to study the word of God. Because once you, once you know that he's your shepherd, you will never want. Why? Because you'll have everything. Psalms 32 in the Living Bible. Um, oh Lord, my God, I plead with you, and you, I pleaded with you, and you gave me my health again. This is this this teaching is for people right now, yes. especially if you're born again, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and this is yours. 
Now, there's a lot of people out there that don't. And I'm, I've been seeing that for the last week, going to hospital to the next. It's packed. You know? I mean, you kind of have to walk around them, you know, because you don't, you don't know what's going on out there, you know? Hallelujah. Psalms 41.3 in the, in the Living Bible. He nurses them when they are sick and soothes their, their pain and worries. You never thought that God would ever do that, right? He, he worries about you. He loves you. <laughs> he nurses you. When you're sick, he soothes you. Psalms 42, 11 in the King James. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within, within you? Hope you in God, for I shall yet praise him. And who is the health of my, who is the health of my countenance and my God? Man, heavy to study the word of God, you know. I don't have to add anything to it. I just tell you what God says. Isaiah 53, 4, uh, 4 and 5 in the King James. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet... We did, yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he, has, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisements of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Those are confessions that should come out of your mind no matter what's going on. Your relatives, people that tell you what they're going through, quote them the scriptures. Matthew 7, 11 in the King James. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good, give good things to them that ask him? If you don't have, it's because you haven't asked. Matthew, Matthew uh, nine seventeen, in the in the in the New Living Translation. This fulfilled the word of the Lord through the prophet Isaiah, who said, "He took our sicknesses and removed our diseases." He's not going to take them; he took them. See, so once you understand all this, then you don't call the word of God a liar. You 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 stand on the word of God. I don't care what anybody says. He said he took him. And God is not a man that he shall lie. First Peter two twenty four in King James, who his own self bear our sins, in his own body, on the tree, that we, being dead to sins should live into righteousness, by whose stripes we were healed. We should live unto righteousness. So, you know, curses go hand in hand. If, you, if you're living an unrighteous life, how can you expect to get what God told you? You have to obey Him. Galatians 3, 13 and 14 in the King James. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Curses is everyone that hangs on a tree, 
that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Those are heavy words. Galatians 3.29, King James. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So you, you might not have a rich father or a rich mother, or, or, but, but, but you are an heir of what Jesus Christ, the Son of God, promised. And he's not broke. So if he promised, then you're an heir of the promises. And you have to walk by faith and say that, confess it. Colossians 1, 12-14, Kim James. Giving thanks unto the Father, which had made us, ever say made us, meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who had delivered us from the power of darkness, and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. This is all promises that he gave us. So we don't have to have condemnation if you're a son of God. And how, what do you, how do you do to become a son of God? You ask him to come into your heart. You repent of all your sins and you say, Jesus, I want to be your son. I mean, come into my heart. Save me. And from that day on, all these promises are yours. Colossians 2.10 in the Living Bible. So you have everything when you have Christ. And you're filled with God through your, through your union with Christ. He is the highest ruler with authority over every other power. Circle that. Study that. Colossians 2.10. He, which is the one that, 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 that saved you, is the highest ruler with authority over every other power. No matter what comes against you, he's the ruler of it. Colossians 2.15 in the Living Bible. In this, in this way, God took away Satan's power to accuse you of sin. And God openly displayed to the whole world Christ's triumph on, at the cross where your sins were taken away. I mean, after tonight, you're going to know, you, you put that in your heart, you're going to know, man, you don't have to have condemnation. You didn't, you, he forgave your sins by dying on the cross for you. Amen. Hebrews 9, 12 in the King James. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for who? Us. For you, for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ephesians 5.30, for we, uh, King James, for we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. So you're not alone. <laughs> you're a member of Jesus. You're a member of his body, his bones. You're, me you're a member of his self. So no matter what comes against you, start confessing what you're just learning. And you confess it and confess it and confess it, and, and the devil has to take Turn his hands off of you. First Thessalonians 5.23. In the Living Bible. 
May the God of peace himself make you entirely pure and devoted to God. And may your spirit and soul and body be kept strong and blameless until the day when the Lord Jesus Christ comes back again. And that's, a, that's such a great scripture. You should memorize it and keep it in your heart. May the God of peace himself, him himself, make you entirely pure. You don't have to make yourself pure. You pray and you ask God, make me pure. Because you can't do it on your own. But with the help of Jesus Christ, you can be pure. Hosea 13, 14. I will ransom them from, from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. Oh, death. I will be your plague. Oh, grave. I will be the destruction. Repentance shall be hid from my eyes. Exodus 20, 12 in King James. Honor the father and the mother that your days may be, may be long upon the land, which is the Lord your God giveth you. Underline that one. Circle that one. Because a lot of people don't honor their father and their mothers. A lot of kids, you know, they grow up, they don't even call them anymore. Or they do their own thing. But they don't understand the word of God. And most of those, the, the kids that act like this are not blessed. And then they wonder why. But actually, a lot of times, blame their parents. No, blame yourself. Because he told you, honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord had given you. How many know people that died young? Teenagers, young people. They either got killed, they got a car wreck, they, they had something. Well, the answer to all our problems are in the Word. If we obey God, if we honor our father and our mother, that your days may be long upon the land. So when you see people like myself and my wife and people that are living a long life, you know, and, and then you know, well, how come they're living long? Other people died at 40 years old. Well, because we honor my mother. We honor our parents every day of our life. I still today think about her, you know. And every now and then I think, like, did she really die? You know, because, you know, your mind just, you know, like, I don't want to, I wish she was here, you know. And that's how you're supposed to feel about your parents. Deuteronomy 5.33 in the King James. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord your God hath commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may, that you may uh, prolong your days in the land which, he shall, which you shall possess. He's telling us what to do. Well, most people don't read the Bible. And a lot of people don't go back to Deuteronomy. You know, that maybe just read the New Testament. You've got to read the whole Bible. That's why you study the Bible. Deuteronomy eleven twenty one in the King James that your days may be multiplied and the days of your children 
in the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon the earth. First Chronicles twenty nine twenty eight in NLT. Who's getting something today? You're getting the word of God. Hallelujah. He died at a ripe old age, having enjoyed long life, wealth, and honor. Then his son Solomon ruled in his place. How many want to know that? How many want to live a long life and fruitful life? Job 5.26 in the Living Bible. You should live long, good life and stand in, uh, like standing grain. You'll not be harvested until this time. When, when, you, when you start reading the Word of God, you, can, you, you go back to friends of yours that were harvested way before their time. Friends that got shot or, you know, died early. And you start thinking, man, God has blessed me, you know. I'm, I'm still, and, and now we're here in church. We, we got we, long life. He satisfies us. Psalms 91, 10, uh, 10 to 9, uh, 18 in the King James. There shall no evil befall you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Did you hear that? So confess the word. I mean, I know a lot of people having this test and this and then vaccine or whatever, but, but you don't have to put up with that. Because it tells you right here. There shall no evil befall you, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. You say that over and over when you pray. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. They shall bear you up in their hands, lest you dash the foot against a stone. You, you shall... You shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon. Shall you trample under your feet? Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he had known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Those are promises of God. You, you get a hold of them, and you start confessing them. He gives an, he gives an angel's charge over me. Say that when you're driving. For he gives the angels charge over me. They shall bear me up in their hands. I won't even, I won't even cut my foot on a stone. Mm. Why, would, why does he do this? Because he set his love upon me. Therefore, I will deliver him. So the key is you set your love upon him. So when you set your love upon him, what do you do? You obey. You go to church on Sunday, Wednesday night, and Sunday night. 
You give him, you know, several days a week for him because you set your love upon him. The people that don't go to church can't tell you that. Oh, I love Jesus. Yeah, I love, no, they, they, they don't even know there's a church close by. You know? But then they suffer, and then I wonder, why, why am I going through this? Well, the Word just told us. That's why it's important to study the Word of God and obey it. Mark chapter 5 in the King James. This is going to be a lot. This is, this is a lot. I'm almost reading the whole, the whole book of Mark. It was good. <laughs> and they came up over unto the other side of the sea, uh, into the country of the Gedderness. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met, he, there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who who is dwelling among who was dwelling among the, the the tombs and no man could bind him no not even chains because that he had been uh, often bound with fetters and and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broke into pieces neither could any man tame him and always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the, and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. That's what we did tonight. You ran here tonight and you worshipped him. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you? Jesus, you son of the most high God, I adjure you by God that, that you torment me not. For he had unto him come into the, uh, for, for he said unto him, come out of the man. See, he was blaming Jesus. Jesus wasn't doing this to him. So he said, come out of the man, you unclean spirit. And he asked him, what is his name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him, and, and he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was a now there was a high un, unto the mountains, a, a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besieged him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. And forthwith, Jesus gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea. There were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. That's what kind of guy we serve, you know. And they, and they that fed the swine fled and told, it, and told it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that was done. And they come to Jesus and see him that, that was possessed with a devil and had a legion sitting and clothed and in the right mind. 
and were afraid. And they saw, and they saw it, and told them how, how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil, and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their out of their coast. And when he was coming to the ship, he said he had been possessed with the devil, prayed him that he might be with him. How, however, howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to your friends, tell them how great things the Lord had done for you, and had and had no compassion on you. And he departed and began and began to publish in Decapolis how great things Jesus had done for him. And all men did marvel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when Jesus uh, was passed over again by the ship unto the other side, which people gathered unto him, and he was near into the sea. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell to his feet. He fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray you, come and lay hands on her, that that she might be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him, and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many doctors, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather got worse. How many know people like that? When when she heard of Jesus, came to press behind, and touched his his garment. Everything you're learning tonight is what we got to do. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straight away, the fountains of her blood were dried up. And she felt her body that was healed of the plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself the virtue had gone out of him, turned Turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, You see as a multitude throng in you, and saying, Who touched your who touched you? And he looked around until he saw her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing that was uh, what, what was done to her, came and fell before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, my, your faith had made you whole. Go in peace and be whole of your plague. While he, while he yet spoke, there came from a ruler of the synagogue's house a certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troubles you the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid. Only believe. Did you hear that? When you're going through something like that and it looks like it's a, a, a bad deal and the doctors tell you that, that's not the end. 
Be not afraid, only believe. As soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogues, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him except Peter and James and John, the brother of James. And he came to the house of the ruler of the synagogues, seeing the turmoil, and, 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 and them that wept and waited greatly. And when he was come in, he said unto them, Why make you this ado and weep? The damsel is not dead, but, but sleepeth. And he laughed, and, and, and he laughed him to, to scorn. But they, had, but they had put them all out and taken the, the father and the mother of the damsel. And then they were, they, they were with him and entered where, where the damsel was lying. And he looked at the damsel by, by, uh, by the hand. He took her by the hand and said unto her, Tiatha, come which, is, which means interpreted, uh, damsel, I say unto you, arise. And straight away, the damsel arose and walked, for, and walked, for she was at of age of 12 years. And they were astonished of the, with great astonishment. And he charged him straightly that no man should know it. And commanded that something should should uh, should be given to her to eat. That's that's the that's the God we serve. Yes. Yes. Matthew fifteen twenty nine thirty one the King James, and Jesus departed from theirs and came near to the Sea of Galilee, and went up to the mountain and sat down there, and great multitudes came unto him, having having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed. And many others, and cast them down at his Jesus' feet, and he healed them. How many of you run to the hospital before you run to Jesus' feet? See? Jesus is your healer. You get on your knees and you get before him on, 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 in front of him, and he promised to heal you. And so much that the multitudes wondered when they saw the, the dumb to speak and the maimed to behold, the lame to walk and the blind to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. That's what we did tonight. You know that he's our healer. You know that he's our Lord. You know that he died for us. And the worship this, tonight was awesome. Matthew 14, 13, and, and 14 in the King James. When Jesus heard of it, he departed thence by ship into the, uh, into the desert place apart. And when the people had heard, therefore, they followed him on foot out of the city. And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude that, was, that had moved with compassion towards them. He moved with compassion towards them, and he healed their sick. So how are you going to get healed? You follow Jesus. Wherever he goes, you follow him. And when he sees you, you're following him. He'll stop and he'll heal you. Matthew 12, 15, King James. But when Jesus knew it, 
he withdrew himself from theirs, and great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Man, do you want healing? Follow Jesus. Matthew eleven twenty eight and 30, King James. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus is telling us what to do. And there's a lot of people that don't follow none of these instructions. They want to do everything on their own. And some people don't know, are unbelievers. But, you know, if you, after you read all the word of God and start telling him that you're going to believe every word he said and start acting like what he told us, we're going to be the most healthiest church in Houston. Man. Matthew 9, 27, 36 in the King James. And when Jesus departed there, two blind men followed him, crying and saying, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said unto them, Believe you that I am able to do this? They said unto him, Yes, Lord. They touched, he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were open. And when Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it. But they, when they departed, spread abroad his fame in all the country. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with a devil. And when the, and when the devil was cast out, the dumb spoke. And the multitudes marveled, saying, It was never so, it, this was never seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, uh, He cast out devils through the prince of devils. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healed every sickness and every disease among the people. Underline that, circle it, because, because you are, Jesus is in you. And if you go to all the cities and all the villages teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people, that's all you have to do is do exactly what Jesus did. But, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as cheap, having no shepherd. Matthew 9, 20, 22 in the King James. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came to him and touched at the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, if I may just touch the garment, I shall be healed whole. But Jesus turned him. But Jesus uh, turned him about, and when he saw her, he said, "Daughter, be a good comfort. Your faith had made you whole." And the woman was made whole from that hour on. Your faith has made you whole. So one important ingredient that we need is faith. 
And how does faith come? By hearing and by hearing the word of God. And this is what I'm telling you. Now, this is all word of God. It's none of me. It's all the word. Matthew 8, 14, 17 in the King James. And when Jesus was come to Peter's house, he saw the wife's mother laid and sick with fever. And he touched her hand and, and, and the fever left her. Hmm. And she arose and ministered unto them. When the evenings come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast, and he cast out the spirits with his word. With who? His word. That's what we're listening to today. His word. And healed all their sick. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. Saying, himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. So, who took your infirmities and bear your sicknesses? Jesus. So you don't have to bear them. You don't have to put up with them. You just confess the word. Jesus, you took my infirmities. By your stripes I was healed. I'm not going to put up with this. Matthew 8, 13 in the King James. And Jesus said unto the uh, centurion, Go your way, and as you have believed, so be done unto you. And the servant was healed the same hour. The same hour. Matthew 8, 510 in the King James. And when Jesus was entering into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant is at home sick with a palsy. Curiously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. So if somebody tells you somebody, their friend or somebody relative is sick at home, what's your answer? I'm sorry? <laughs> Take him to the hospital? You know, he said, Jesus, Jesus, uh, and saying, Lord, my servant is sick. And, and Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. We can all do that. There's several times when I get a call and I just go to the house and, and I pray for him and they get healed. But not just say, well, God bless you. I'll, I'll send a prayer in the mail or, you know, whatever. No, you say, I will come right now and lay hands on you. Because you're doing it by faith and, and faith moves God. And you have the, if you have Jesus in your heart, and if you're born again, full of the Holy Ghost, that you'd like Jesus. Whatever he did, you can do. Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. Those are things we underline because next time you get a call, don't just say, well, I'll pray for him from a distance. No, I'll come and heal him because that's, that moves God and moves the, the person you're coming to. He says, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and, and, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found a great faith like this. No, not in Israel. Matthew 8, 2-3. 
King James. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And what did Jesus answer? And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Be you clean. And immediately the leper was cleansed. We have to start talking like Jesus. We have to start acting like Jesus. Not, most people, the reason that they don't get miracles is because they, they might lay hands on people, but they're not fully convinced that if they say the words just like Jesus said the words, he will hear them, and the faith, the faith moves, and the person will be healed. I mean, I know I'm telling you by experience. I go to hospitals. I, I lay hands on people, and, and you know, at first it's, it looks like, you're just talking, but no, pretty soon you get a call, and they, they got healed. Matthew uh, 8, 2 and 3 in the, in the King James. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus put his forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately the leper was cleansed. We have to do what Jesus did. We have to have the faith like that. We are full of the Holy Ghost. We can do this. Matthew 4.23 in the King James. 23 and 24. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing, everybody say healing, healing. All, all manner of sickness, and all manner of disease among the people. All. And his fame went throughout Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments, and those which were possessed with devils. And those who had palsy, and he healed them. Man, what what a Jesus, what what a son of God we serve. Ephesians 6, 1 and 3 in the King James. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on this earth. That's the key right there. Honor your mother and your father. Which is the first commandment. And promise. And here's his promise. That it may be well with you, and you may live long on earth. So when you see people that live 100 years old, or 90-something years old, or whatever, it's no accident. They did exactly what God told us to do, and they lived a long life. Then you see people that, that don't live to be 20, because they're out there doing what they're not supposed to be doing. And I don't know if they ever mentioned God. I mean, we hear all the time, you know, young people getting shot, getting killed. And then on the other hand, you see older people, 95, 98, and they're still great. Well, what's the difference? Did God love one more than the other? No. One did what God told us to do, and the other one didn't know. Isaiah 65, 22, King James. They shall, they shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. 
For as the days of the tree are, are days of, uh, so the days of the tree are the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not build, and another person live in what they build. Which we know a lot of things happen like that, right? They shall not plant, and another eat. Isaiah 40, 31, NLT. But those who trust the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Those are promises that God gave us. All we got to do is obey his word. Ecclesiastes 7, 17 and Living Bible, NLT. On the other hand, don't be too wicked either. Don't be, don't be a fool. Why die before your time? Who wants to, who wants to die before your time? So, so he just told us how to live a long life. Proverbs 9-11, King James. For by me, for by me, your days shall be multiplied. And the years of your life shall be increased. What a God we serve. Proverbs 3, 1 and 2 in Amplified. The rewards of wisdom. My son, do not forget my teachings. But let your heart keep my commandments. For length of days and years of life worth living. And tranquility and Prosperity, the wholeness of life's blessings, they will be added to you. There's a key to everything that we want. But we got to do something, right? Do not forget my teachings. But some people don't even know the teachings. How could they don't remember because they don't even go to where they teach in the Bible? Mark 6 53 to 56 in the King James. And when, they had pre- and when they had passed over, they came unto the land of, oh, how do you pronounce the word? Got a servant? <laughs> and threw, and drew to the shore. And when they were come out of the ship, straight, straightway, they knew him. And ran through the whole region, running about. And began to carry about the beds that those were sick, where they, where they heard he was. And whatsoever he entered into villages or cities or country, they laid their sick in the streets and besought him that, they might, that, that he might touch them, if it were but, but border of his garment, that they just might touch the border of his garment, and as many as touched him were made whole. Did you know you can still touch him tonight? I mean, you can still touch him and you make whole. Mark 7, 25, 37. You, you got a lot of scriptures now to study, right? Take your time and read them and do them. For a certain woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him, 
and came and fell at his feet. The woman was Greek, a, uh, a Syrophenian by nation, and she besought him that he would cast forth the devil out of her daughter. But Jesus said unto her, Let the children first be filled, for it is not meat to take the children's bread and to cast it into the dogs. And she answered to said to him, Yes, Lord, yet the, yet the dogs under the table eat out of the children's crumbs. And he said unto her, For this saying, go your way, the devil is gone out of your daughter. Faith moved him. And when she was come to her house, she found the devil's gone out. And her daughter laid upon the bed. And again, departing from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coast of the Decapolis. And when they bring unto him, and when they brought unto him uh, that was deaf, he had, an, he had an impediment in his speech, and they beseeched him to put his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitudes and put his fingers into his ears, and he spit and touched his tongue. And looking up into heaven, he said, he, he sighed and said unto him, Ephrada, that is, be open. And straightway his ears were open, and when the string, and when the and when the string of his tongue was loosened, and he spoke plain. Wow. And he charged them that they should tell no man. But the more that he charged them, so much more, a great deal, they published it. <laughs> And when beyond measure astonished, saying, his faith, he, no, he had done all things well, that maketh both of the deaf and to hear, and the dumb to speak. Wow. That's the God we serve. He still do this today. Mark 9.17 in the King James. 17 to 29. And one of the multitudes answered and said, Master, I have brought unto you my son, which had a dumb spirit. And whenever he taketh him, he tears him. And he foams and gnashes uh, with his teeth and pinneth away. I spoke to the disciple that they should cast him out. And they, could, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him, straight away the spirit tear him. And he fell to the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it? ago since this came unto him. And he said of a child, and oftentimes if he cast him into the fire and unto the waters, 
to destroy him. But if you can't do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if you can't believe, all things are possible to him that believe. Did you hear that? And oftentimes, it had cast him into the fire and unto the waters to destroy him. But if you can't do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if you can't if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. And straight away his father of the child cried out and said unto uh, and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, You dumb and deaf spirit, I charge you come out of him and enter no more. And the spirit cried and rent him sore and came out of him. And he was as one dead and so much that many said, Oh, he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could, not, why could not we cast him out? Luke 4, 16, 21. In uh, King James. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And, and as his custom was, he went unto the synagogues on the Sabbath day and stood for to read. And when they delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah, and when he was uh, opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recover the sight of the blind and set the liberty free that are bruised and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Do you know that you can do that too and you can say those same words? When you have God in you and you have Jesus in you, you can say exactly what he just said. Then faith moves because you're saying that you are do or can do what Jesus did. Why? Because you're full of him. The same thing. He, he sent us to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He sent us to heal the brokenhearted and preach deliverance to the captives. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And his eye, and the eyes of all of them were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day... Is the scripture fulfilled in your heart in your ears? Luke 4, 33 to 36, King James. And in the synagogue there was a man which had a spirit of unclean devil, and cried out in a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have us to do with you? You Jesus of Nazareth, art thou come to destroy us? I know you that, that you're you are uh, you are the, the holy one of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold your peace and come out of him. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst, 
he came out of him and hurt him not. And they were all amazed and spake among themselves, saying, What word is that? For, for which authority and power he, he commanded the unclean spirits, and they came out. Can you say hallelujah? Are you getting anything today? I told you this. Is, man, I, I, yeah, I, man, I, look, I still got half, half a book. I can't. I, mean, I, I might not finish it today, but I might maybe we'll start again next time, you know? So what time do we usually end the service on Wednesday? I'm, I can go on and on because I love this. Is it time? All right. So, so we'll, okay, make a note. Next time we start Luke 4, 40 to 41, King James. We got, we got more to go. Hallelujah. Man. A lot of medicine. Wow. Mm. Let me, let me, let me read this one and then we'll finish with this. Uh, John 14, 12 to 15, Amplified. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, anyone who believes in, in, in me as Savior will also do the things that I do. And he will do even greater things than, than this in extent and outreach because I am going to the Father and I will do whatever you ask in my name. As my representative, this I will do, so that the Father may be glorified and celebrated in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, as my representative, I will do it. If you really love me, you will keep my commandments. Who's ready to keep his commandments? Hallelujah. Oh, before I go on, though. There's a, there's a lot of people here, but uh, I hope that uh, most here knows that you're going to go to heaven if something happens to you, you know. Uh, if you don't know and you haven't been born again and you want us to pray for you, or if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you and you want to receive the Holy Spirit tonight, or if you have symptoms of anything and you want to believe everything we just said, we lay hands on you, and you shall be healed. Then stand up right now. 